seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2pm. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars. It's 6 o'clock. It's Monday night. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. We have a ton of great comedians in the house for you tonight. I'm very excited to hear their new material and uh, hear all the great comments. Hey, get out your pen and paper. Write things down. Playing in the fields today is Asada Messiah. Great local band. And uh, like them on Facebook. Uh, Like us on Facebook too. Everything. Please also come to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Coming up in 10 days. 10 days. We're going to have 37 comedians from all over the United States here at Mutiny Radio. 25 shows, 5 days. All the shows are 10 bucks. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, really, really great comics. Lila Hart, I think, is the most famous one. She was on The Little People of L.A. She's a little person. And she's going to be in the underwear show. So. And we have a real stripper from Portland who's going to be in the underwear show, Wendy Weiss. And Jenna Vesper sent me an email last night and said, Can I be completely nude? And I said, Yes, of course you can. So uh, please come to the underwear show. We're going to have all kinds. Also, Hunter Donaldson and uh, Levi Manis are on that. Skinny little weird looking dudes out of the Northwest. Here we are, Joke Workshop. Yay, we've got skinny looking weird dudes here too to make jokes for all of you. Remember, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice fluffy brioche compliment on top. Put the shit in the middle. And then top that up with another compliment. Hey, your first comedian, he's so funny. I bet all we're going to do is tell him how great he is. Clap your hands wildly for Jim McVeigh. Hi, Joke Workshop. Uh, I don't know if all of you are comics or you just wandered in because it is very chilly. Uh, it is brisk. Uh, hi. Um, let's see, I got some new stuff. Uh, you know, I heard, I heard that you're supposed to dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. So I showed up to work wearing my boss's skin. (laughs) They say you're supposed to dress for the job you want. So I got naked. I don't want a job. (laughs) 
baking is a pain. I'm learning how to cook a recipe called uh, for a cup and a half of sugar. So I had to tear open 90 sugar packets. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's so stupid. Uh, at this point, I can't tell who... Like, who is a cool graffiti writer and who is a drunk doctor writing prescriptions on walls? Because, like, I swear, I'm like, is that Dr. Aldava? Like, he won't write me a prescription for Vicodin, but I swear that is what the RX looks like. Never mind. Uh, that one needs work. Um, I've, I'm through with weed. Uh, I feel like at this point, if I want... <laughs> Like if I want to, if I want to like feel like the way I'm moving my body is wrong and everyone is commenting on it, I'll just go lift weights at the gym. Uh, I can't tell if you're supposed to like handshake or f fist bump. So now I just chest people. Never mind. Okay. I just, I just, I, I just fucked up that joke. Chest bump people across the room, but I, st I stepped on that punchline. Uh, I tried hypnosis for binge eating, and I got to say, it worked. I don't have any money for food. Um, uh, my lover, uh, my new lover asked me, do you, do you like being choked in bed? And I was like, well, sometimes I stop breathing in my sleep. It's called sleep apnea. There's a bunch of websites, but never mind. Uh, okay, so that one needs work. I haven't figured that one out yet. Uh, okay, uh, I went to I went to the couch store, and I, I mean I'm at a point where I can buy a couch instead of just getting one. And the salesman, he was like, "Hey, this is a big decision. Why don't you go ahead and make yourself at home?" So I started crying on it. Uh, <laughs> um. I was standing next to a, a, an attractive couple and they were looking at a menu outside of a restaurant and the man moved and um, she, she thought I was her boyfriend and she's like, oh, thank you for taking me here. I love you. Ah! And, uh, and then she explained that she thought, and I was like, you don't need to explain. And then she, she turned to her boyfriend and said, She's like, oh, you know, like, I, I, I love you, you know, and then uh, I kind of felt like my I love you was way better than the one that he got, like, it, and honestly, it has kept me going, like, anyway, I don't know what to do about that one, thank you, um, biggest pain, uh, I think we got it, okay, I think we got it, uh, thank you very, very much. Jim McVay, everyone. First, congratulations. So many one-liners. <laughs> obviously, you've been writing a lot, and those are tough to write. Uh, um, I liked a lot of your stuff. The tagger joke didn't work, and I don't know why either. Like, I got where you were going. That's where you're going, yeah. right? They're taggers, and you can't read what they're saying. Right. And they have stupid letters that make no sense. True. And you're equating it to a doctor. I, I got yeah. it. I got it with the prescription RX, or maybe it's... Yeah. Because RX, how does that mean prescription? Maybe the, maybe the joke is about prescriptions. <laughs> Because how does RX mean prescription? There's no P. There's no... Right. Right? Like, anyways. That, yeah. Because they say words like zigger-derp, or, or, and you're like, oh, wow. Or there's like, yes -um. I've seen that one around. But it's not... Right. Right. I don't yeah. know how to make it funny. RX 25 milligrams would be a cool tagger name, though. Yeah. See, yeah. that? maybe that's the joke. Something like that. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't understand the pot weightlifting joke. Could you do that again? Oh, it was um, every time I, f- I get high, I feel like I'm moving my body wrong or and everybody's talking about it. And oh. when I lift weights at the gym, people are like, don't lift weights like that. Uh, oh, uh, I don't okay. know if you ever do that. But um, gotcha. Hi, folks. Uh, yeah. um, I liked the chest bump, I think, has legs when you say it right. Hypnosis was very funny. Um, the crying on the bed was great. Uh, the other one I had a thing for was ch- choked in your sleep. Maybe it's a phlegm issue. Maybe it's like you were coughing. I get oh, the sleep, but like, yeah, because the cough is going around like that. You like literally choked. Yeah. In your sleep. I don't I don't know how to fix that one. I it no does idea. need something. I have. I've, yeah, I can't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, does anyone else have comments? I just I made notes. So you can roast me. Roast my outfit, too. <laughs> what do you? Yeah. What do you what do you think about this jacket? What do you why what do you put in all those pockets? Is it on? Uh no, that's the problem. Uh, <laughs> I'm biased to have to have one of the, uh, one just like it. Uh the the fact that you say uh that you call your significant other your lover mm-hmm. and and I don't think I've heard anyone refer to their significant other as such outside of an SNL sketch as one of my favorite things ever just work that work in calling them your lover five more times. Oh really? Oh that's funny. The reason why I said lover is cuz I mean I there's there's no one there. How does <laughs> I know that 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 stayed that that thing is kind of broken. Oh this stays here. Okay, perfect. Yeah, okay. you're fine. I'm just trying to any other comments from the uh, peanut galleries? Oh, there is this is this on? Uh, I was yeah. just gonna say uh, Jim McVeigh, mm. more like uh, Jim McVeigh. Mm. So, oh. You can put that on your oh wow. Oh wow. Did he say Jim McGay? No. Yeah. No, no, no. Bay. Uh, B- bay. Like, yeah. Like, like you live in the bay? No. Oh, is that is that what you meant? Like he's like my ba- like my bay. Jim McVeigh. I'm like, not. I'm not sure what you're talking like, about. Yeah. Like, Am I crazy here? Is no one else on Snapchat? What is happening? What's Bay Bay is another name for a girlfriend who's not your girlfriend. It's your side piece. Uh, oh, bae. you mean my lover? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody clap wildly for Jim McVeigh. All right. Your next comedian coming up on the Joke Workshop. What a hot take she's got on everything. You guys are going to love her. Put your hands together for Geneva Rust Orta. Hello. Um, it's nice to see you all. Um, I, I mean that. Um, anyway, uh, I... Well, I don't know where to start. Um, all right, I ah uh, uh, um I have things to say. They just none of them are funny. So uh right um I was a teacher's pet. We'll start with that. I was I was called a teacher's pet, which I don't know. I feel like that imposes quite a power dynamic on like my and Margaret's relationship. Um, but they were like, you only like her cause she's a teacher. And I was like, no, I would be interested in her tomato plant regardless of her profession. Um, so I told on kids though, that's something I live with. I, and I, like, I know that it's going to come back and bite me. I'm going to get told on one day, but I don't want it to happen cause I'm afraid of getting in trouble. 
and I know the longer it's postponed, the worse it will be. So I feel like I'm going to be on my deathbed, like surrounded by Reese's peanut butter cups and Reese's peanut butter cup wrappers. Because it's my fantasy that on my deathbed, I'll just be jamming peanut butter cups into my face. Like, even if I have kids, they can be there watching, but I don't want them to talk to me. And I'll just tell them, like, they can finish whatever I don't eat. Um. Switch microphones. Switch microphones. That one's crackling and being stupid. Thanks. There you go, Ian. Uh, Oh, yeah. So uh, that's the plan. And then what's going to happen is I'm going to die. And I'm going to go. And God is going to be there in front of everyone I ever knew. And he's going to be like, well, just so you know, when Geneva was alive, she prayed 200 90 times for the poor and less fortunate and she prayed uh, 8,500,666 times for less hair around her butthole. Um, Which, if you read Genesis uh, chapter 1 verse 27, she was virtually praying that I, God, would have less hair around my butthole because she was made in my image. Um. <laughs> so that's a fear of mine. Um, what else? I, uh, my my uh, parents got divorced. I'm not sure why. I know they fought a lot. They had some pretty ugly fights. Uh, my mom used to cry while eating. So at one point, she was having noodles, and this spaghetti came out of her nose. It's p- pretty ugly. Um, I also... Uh, but my femme mom, she kind of found uh, a new wife very quickly, and my butch mom uh, did not. She was alone for many years, uh, very sad. And I think it's because she had to hit absolute rock bottom before she was willing to ad- accept that she'd have to be with another Jewish woman. <laughs> that hasn't always done very well. Um I like it. I never, it was weird having my mom date when I was young because uh, she got very affectionate. And I never really walked in on her having sex with my stepmom, but I did walk in on my stepmom having wrapped her up in a towel pretending to eat her like a burrito. Uh. <laughs> Which I don't know what to do about. <laughs> okay, cool. You've been lovely. Thank you. Geneva Rosdorta, everyone. Yes. Uh, time for comments. Thanks, thanks for dealing with the microphone issue. That was really professional, and you did it seamlessly, so that was lovely. Uh, your butthole hair joke, obviously, fantastic. Great laughs from everybody on that. And you need another punchline after the burrito thing. Like, So, yeah, it's like you saw her eating up like a burrito, and you were like, pass the sour cream, or like, where's the sour cream come from? And Or I don't know. It just starts, she's got to... It's sour cream dispenser. Uh, you know, I, yo, I don't know something burrito, and but then you know, uh, there's got to be something food related that's gross. Like guacamole never looks good on a pussy or something. You know, like there's got to be something. <laughs> Sorry, she's the one who said she wrapped her up like a burrito and was pretending to eat her. I'm like the first thing I can think of is guacamole. <laughs> okay, those are my comments. Other comments. Yeah. Hey. I was gonna I don't know I was gonna make it a joke about like is that what lesbian sex is but (laughs) that seems cheap okay Um, 
I got something. Uh, I definitely feel like the butthole hair joke uh, is going to be huge. That's going to be. <laughs> like, I I I can see that it's like it's a new joke, but like that one definitely keep it like. Uh, uh, yeah, make a mug. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh man, uh, I forgot the actual note though. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, someone else go. You can give compliments too. You can just say that was those were really funny jokes, and I like this one because of this. Um, I uh, I like the uh, the teacher's pet stuff. Uh, you may uh, want to clarify how old you were, because I think the tomato plant. I mean, it sounds like, like you're a teacher's pet in like kindergarten and stuff, right? That, because it just uh, it's it's pretty broad when it could have been. Yeah. And so um, I don't know if it will make it better, but I just thought. Uh, <laughs> I just no, that's no. I'm just uh, it's just like yeah, that make that makes sense. But that's a funny idea though that uh, there's a different thing when you're a teacher's pet when you're five, and then when you're in college and you're a teacher's pet, that means you're giving a lot of blowjobs for good grades. Yeah. Good right. Point. So it's a different kind of petting. It's more like heavy petting or <laughs> with your TA to get that A. What? <laughs> Give the T an A to get that A. Were you a teacher's pet all the way through, or was it just just kindergarten? Yeah, I just yeah. There's something about I felt bad for the teacher, so I would try to make them feel better about their life, <laughs> and then all the other kids hated me for it. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I remembered. Back to the hairy butthole joke. Um, I didn't understand the Genesis thing. Uh, you made like a Bible reference. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I might need. It's the reference where uh, people were made in God's image. So if we have hairy butts, God has a hairy butt. Oh, fair. Okay, but I might that's funny. Cut that out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Oh, wait. One more thing. So there's another Bible verse where he says that he knows every hair on your head. But does he know every hair on your butt? Can you count it? So when you, we used, I used to play a game in the car with my brother when we were little, and he'd pull out bits of my hair and be like, "How many? Now does God know how many hairs you have on your head?" And he'd like grab like a fistful of my hair, and I'd be like, "God still knows, and you're mean." But I wonder if God knows after you pluck out your butthole hairs how many you actually have. Oh, that, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pam. Everybody clap for Geneva Restorto! Yay! <laughs> I love Bible jokes. I think they're great, but it's always hard to land them because nobody reads the Bible anymore. So you have to give a bunch of like, you have to give a lesson, like a teaching school thing before you even start, which never really works. Your next comedian, boy, does he know how to explain a joke. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, your next comedian is a really funny guy. He hosts over there at OMG on Tuesday nights. What a lovely human being. Put your hands together for Bora Shakurko. It's not you, Ian. Um, hi, everyone. Um, thank you. Uh, so, um, so my name is Boris. I was originally I was born in Russia, and I recently asked my mom why we moved to San Francisco, like why we moved to America in the first place. And she told me that Russia had like a lot of crime. It had a lot of poverty. And there were bread lines like you couldn't imagine. 
and we moved to San Francisco, and I think I can't imagine those bread lines, right? Like, have you been to Tartine on a Saturday? You know? I, I think the last loaf on the Eastern Front is nothing compared to your local artisan bakery, you know? It's weird because Russia's in the news a lot right now. Like, we know that Russians, it, Russia interfered in the election. We know that Russia is trying to interfere in the next election. And on behalf of all Russians, I just want to say we're trying to learn how democracy works. Like, that's why we're interfering, you know? <laughs> we all want to go to these great American public schools, but I feel like... You know, there's just too much worry about getting shot, you know? That would be... Oi, oi, oi. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know, guys. Uh, uh, I had a female friend of mine told me that uh, if men had periods, tampons would be free. That's what she told me. Uh, I don't think that's true. I think if men had periods, society would be okay with a lot of blood. Just everywhere. Like, it would just be, like, tampons wouldn't even need to exist. Like, I think it would just be an alternate universe where women would just walk around. Like, I swear, if we got periods, it wouldn't look like this. And then proceed to just fall in a puddle of blood. Ew. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um... Yeah, it is interesting. Uh, I, I'm not a big weed smoker, and I think that's because when I was young, I had this one uh, teacher in elementary school who was a big stoner. And uh, one day uh, to start class, he said, weed isn't a gateway drug. It's a getaway drug. And I was like, I don't like him. Like, I will never do this. Even now, I'm like... Yeah, like, I'm sure maybe it'll relieve some anxiety, but I'm not going to turn into fucking Willie from second grade who doesn't know how to speak. All right. Um, yeah, weed is interesting. A lot of people smoke weed. Um, a lot of people were politically active about weed, and I just wish that people would get as excited politically as they did about weed with, like any other political issue there's so many we're struggling the country's divided is weed really the most important thing this is the wrong place to say that this is the wrong place to leave that open-ended is it it is yeah um what about other drugs why i don't get why there's such a big push on weed and not like how many lives has cocaine ruined a lot okay that okay yes yes Heroin, yes. Meth, yes. Okay, so that's why. All right, we're working through stuff. Um, I, um, it's strange because my uh, my father my father is a uh, my father is a socialist. He's a communist. He's like a real communist. Like here in America, if you're like if you want cheaper healthcare, people are like you're a communist. In Russia, you're like you're a communist. Like that is a whole different thing and he's a communist and it's weird because by that standard I'm like the redneck in my family um, and I'm still pretty liberal like it's all relative alright that's all I want to work on thank you guys for listening your period joke so is the joke that men are so lazy that they'll bleed everywhere and not give a fuck I think it's I think it's more that society uh, re adjusts to 
men's whatever. Like, does that make sense? I think it's more about how society is constructed. Right. It's, a, it's maybe it's. I I think I just need to work on it. But and I would add in something to, to make it. I I if I I think that if men had periods, uh-huh. there would be blood everywhere because they're just too fucking lazy to mop it up. They don't clean that anything. Could be like they don't clean their clothes. They're just be like, oh, our clothes are bloody now. We don't give a fuck. Like whatever. Like, oh, look, my dick's bleeding. And they'd like, and I also think there'd be a lot more whining. Like, oh, my dick's bleeding, my dick's bleeding. Oh. You don't hear us walking. Like, I'm bleeding right now, but you don't hear me walking. Oh, my <laughs> vagina hurts. So I just think that, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I don't know how to fix it, but I like the idea. I will say I, I like I like that that kind of take of the, the yeah. laziness approach laziness. because that is just like whatever you can find around you would yeah. just be covered like the cat would just be covered in blood. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, yeah. So that's um, very funny. Like why is the cat? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is the cat covered? In blood? Yeah, why is it? Why is it? Yeah. My dick is bleeding. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <then. laughs> um, and then uh, I like the uh, the like you're the redneck in your family yeah. bit, but I think the when you say like. Um, when you say like, oh, you want cheaper health care, I yeah. think you need to, ex- like, you can't just say uh, yeah. he's like a communist. Com- you should say, you know, he's like uh, a one bullet in the rifle, pick up the, ma- I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. Make like something specific that's rep- like yeah. actually re- represented. But, um, but I like that concept. Thank you. And then, yeah, go for and it. And then there will be children's books written to explain why mommy and daddy bleed right. at the same time and maybe not at the same time. Uh, <laughs> actually but that's funny a children's book like that would be like one yeah. fish two fish red fish my dick is bleeding <laughs> <laughs> you're really loving this my dick is bleeding I I think the concept is great so it. romantic if a man and a woman synced up um, <laughs> back funny. to the uh I, I just wanted to yeah. compliment the. I've never heard that premise uh, of you being the redneck in your family. Yeah. I think that, uh, you, of course, you could cut words, but yeah. like, the, uh, yeah. yeah, I've never heard that premise before. I think it's really good. Thank you. I don't like you as a person, though, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> God I, damn it. I also love a good period joke, so I love the dick is bleeding joke. Um, <laughs> it made me think about if men would be as grossed out about having sex during mm. their period. Uh, I don't know. I just went there, but I love a good nasty period joke. Okay. Uh. Well, that's a, that. That actually brings up some excellent like physiological questions. Like, like you know, if they are they actually coming blood into you? Like that's pretty freaky. That's gonna like change the. That would change the whole game. I say, uh, screw the joke premise and write a young adult novel <laughs> about men with period. This is, this is like, we got a lot me. of material here yeah. to work from. Comedy doesn't need me. This does. Yeah. <laughs> JK Rowling of our time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, dudes always, like, put their dicks on stuff, right? So, like, it would be like, <laughs> put your bloody dick on his face while he's asleep. Like, <laughs> frat boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, and you'd know, you'd know who yeah, was. It'd be like footprints of a man's dick, basically. You'd know who was fucking the pie because you'd be like, "Who's? God damn it! Who's having their period? There's blood on the pie again." I mean, I know that's an old joke, but from American. Whatever. Okay. Thank you guys. Uh, yay, Borsha Gurko. Boris. Yeah. Your next comedian, she's new here to the Joke Workshop, so clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Hamika Mohan. Oh, no, oh, no. 
Jessica, is this working? Okay, good. So, um, who watched Fergie last night do her thing at the basketball? Yeah, she was working it. Her rendition of National Anthem was super hot. She just had her white, chocolate, milky, milfy, cougary glory, like just kind of dripping out of her. And then as she was singing, she was like, Oh, can you see? And I'm all... I can see your pussy lips parting and a puddle down here. It was funny. And then I'm like, all right, my girl's doing her thing. She's cougar. I'm kind of close to cougar age. And then she goes, and then the camera just goes to Draymond Green. I have always loved that man, but not now. You know what he did? That fucker was was laughing, he was giggling like he was five years old. I was so mad. Then it goes to Steph Green, Stephen Curry. And he was laughing too. They were laughing like five-year-old boys who saw their teacher shart just in front of them. I'm not kidding. I was so mad. Um, so, and then, um, I'm old enough to be a cougar, like, like I was telling you guys. So a young guy just came up to me, and then he hits me up, and he goes, hey, do you snap? I'm like, who did you rape? Who did you rape? And he goes, well, I'm going to send you pictures. And I'm like, all right. So he sends me, like, dick pic, dick pic, dick pic. I'm like, by the third dick pic, I go, wow, there's something different about this dick. You know, the glamour of it all. It was a Johnson, straight out of a Johnson & Johnson baby oil commercial. I kid you not. That was some good picture. But then I'm all, wait a minute, how old is this asshole? And I'm like, hey, I don't fuck with young guys. How old are you? So he goes, get ready. He sends me a snap. And that was his dick in all its glory with his ID slapped on it, I mean, in the snap, with the duct tape on it. I kid you not. And the caption said, do you think I'm old enough, mom? <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Moving on. So when I was growing up, my main options were um, doctor, engineer, teacher. And then if you were artistically artistically inclined, you could be a, a, a prostitute, a, a hooker. I mean, you know, express yourself and shit. So I was just talking to this guy coming over here on the train, and he's all, uh, I'm like, hi, I'm Hemi, and I'm a teacher. I work at a school. And he goes, oh, me too. I work at a school. I'm like, what do you do? He goes, I wrote this down. He said, I am... I fight for kids' education, equality, reform, and innovation. And I was like, at a school? He goes, yeah. I'm like, well, well, does that pay well? Does that pay well? That's it. Thank you. You guys have been great. Hemi! Hemika! Yay! Our first time here. Yay! Sorry about the... No! It's good to welcome. Uh, I don't know what snapping is. Maybe I'm too old. Is Snapchat. Oh, a snap... I don't know what Snapchat is. <laughs> what is, is this? Is it like Instagram? <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, People are... So I'm I, dumb. I, I, no, everyone no else understood no the... No judgments. No judgments, no, but right? Did everyone else understand the joke? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not the only one who didn't get it because I don't know what Snapchatting is. 
Is that I'm old and stupid? Okay, cool. Oh, it disappears. Okay, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. So it's just like you take a picture. So for example, I'm really horny at night, right? And I'm like, okay, I want to snap. The, it's the safest way to send your pussy shot, or I believe it is the safest way to send your pussy shot, and maybe it won't end up on the internet. <laughs> so how, how that works is that the you send the picture, the picture basically disappears in like, I think it's like five, 10 seconds. So... In that, you kind of have to be ready to take a screenshot of it. Like if you oh, like if you want to save it. Oh, if you want to save it, but then the other person knows. They know if you took a screenshot of they, it. I think yeah, right. And, yeah, ask. Oh, those wow. are the right. Yeah, the, for ask snapping. the children. Okay, they look like snapping kind of people. And <laughs> then you said, "Who did you rape?" I didn't get that either. Or did I not oh, understand? Oh, oh, he said. Oh, oh, I thought this would be a good one, but okay, let me explain. So it was like he said, "Hey, do you snap?" Like you know, like snap. Uh-huh. Like I fucking snapped. And I went there, like, you snap and you murder somebody. Oh, like, I got it, snap. He's like, hey, do you snap? And I'm like, yeah, who'd you rape? I still don't get it. Wow. Okay, I'm not funny then. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. No, it was like, hey, do you snap? Like, do you fucking snap? Like, do you fucking go crazy bipolar oh. on people's asses? I'm like... Yeah, but who did you rape? So, so then the joke would be like, do you, um, you said snap, snap your ass or snap your ass off or, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of like, because then you take a picture of your butt. I, I don't know. I'm confused. I don't know how to it's fix it. Right. Geneva knows. I'll, Geneva knows how to long. fix it. Maybe I might. I don't know. If you if you have more dialogue between him about what he means by snap, if there's more back and forth about like if you're like yeah, sometimes I'll like choke someone, and he thinks you're talking about like sexy choking, but you're talking about like suffocating an old person, yeah. then <laughs> like <Right>. if. <laughs> My main joke in this fucking mess of jokes uh, around this was um, that I am, what was the question? Well, I had one other question. How you never told us how old he was. You said he he duct taped his. Yeah, you said he so duct taped his ID is, to his dick. That's super funny that yeah, he duct taped his, yeah. his ID to his dick. But I the reveal's got to be how old he is. Okay, like so we've got to know. He's twenty. He's sent me a picture of twenty. That's cute. Yeah, he sent me the ID. Said I kid Did you, you not. The ID said July nineteen ninety eight. Wow. Yeah. And it said twenty one in twenty nineteen. Oh my god. Twenty one. In 2019, yeah. Oh, I'm not fuck. joking. And then it was slapped on, and then there's a caption on. I guess people who snap kind of get this. There was a caption on Snapchat, like a, you can put a f- you can title the to the talk. photo. Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. You can put a title to the photo, and then it's uh, the title said, "Do you think I'm old enough now, Ma?" Uh, and I'm you, like. Uh, did you? Uh, and he's so stupid. The irony is that he's so stupid that he duct tape and he thinks he's mature enough. Did uh, Did you save the picture? Yeah. <laughs> All of them. I would All definitely. Of them. I would. They're worth saving. Okay. I don't care. He knows. I would, well, I would just. I would definitely mention it because that's funny that if you if he yeah. sends that and you click save, like that's and yeah, uh, I was, normally I wouldn't it. recommend uh, props for an act or visual aids. Uh, but if uh, you wanted to print out some pictures, <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Oh, I would offend so many people. I would offend so many people. 
I was gonna say I like. Um, I haven't seen you around, so I'm, I'm assuming you're a new comic. This is my first, like, oh. not quite first. Second okay. Time. Uh, I just want to say I, I appreciate uh, your delivery is like kind of big and, and like you're acting out and I, I think that's that's like really like that's that's really great. If this is one of your first times doing comedy, you did very well. Yay. Um, yeah, just uh, nice. kind of focus Finally. focus on like finding the <laughs> the surprise. Um, this like your sets are probably I'm just gonna. Very nervous. Um, you're doing great. Uh, you're doing great. I had like a panic attack my first. Time. You're doing great. Um, yeah, just focus on like kind of cutting out words you don't need. And just kind of getting to it faster, and then kind of finding the thing that is weird about like this. So, like in this story, him calling you Ma—that's something to comment on, you know, like yeah. um, kind of your opinion on that. But I don't want to give you—I I don't know if this is solicited or unsolicited. But I just want to say good job, and I liked your delivery. Uh, how how, how how big you were being on stage is great. All right, thank you. I also uh, oh. just playing with him being young. If he had like stickers on his dick, or oh, if, that's funny. If, oh my. God, you, like, Hello Kitty stickers. you have sex, you like have to give him a lollipop or something. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, have to clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Hamika Moan. Hamika. I don't know why I like to add that Hamika, but it's Hamika. Your next comedian. What a funny guy he is. Um, he's been producing a lot of shows at the Milk Bar recently. You guys can enjoy him right now. Clap your hands together for Dan Shively. <laughs> Keep it going for Pam. The godmother of comedy in the Bay, perhaps? All right, no. Many of you know, uh, I've been having some trouble with the ladies lately. But I'm happy to announce that as of this Valentine's Day, the fucking dry streak is over. Yes, I've made sex on her. It was... It was really good for me. Um, I don't know. I started to think that I'm just one of those people who I'm not, I started to think I'm not sexual, you know? I started to think I'm one of those guys that just doesn't fuck, you know? But now she texts me, I get half a chub, and it feels great. So I'm back, guys. I'm fucking back. At the bar on Valentine's Day, I saw another guy on a date. He went in for the kiss, and he got the head turn. He reared back for a second, and he went in for another try. You don't go in after the second head turn, the first head turn. Fuck, I fucked that up. It's a new joke, guys. Anyway, tuck your boner in, buy her some Froyo, and try again later. It's a suicide mission. Anyway, that was Valentine's Day. That's all my V-Day material. A lot of people punching Nazis these days. Punching them in the face. You can't do that. That means jail time. You shouldn't punch Nazis in the face because unless you have a lot of time, you can't urinate on Nazis. That's jail time also. What you can do is urinate around the Nazis. Yes. That's a ticket at most. In fact, I live in the Richmond district and there's a guy I know, Dirty Henry. Him and his friends, they'll do just about anything for $20. You want to stop the next Nazi rally in its track? Get him and his friends to create a homeless urine moat right around him. <laughs> Dirty Henry, here's an extra 20. Aim for the tiki torch. <laughs> yeah. I'm dating again, so that's good. It's good for me. I'm trying to get back at it. You know, I started dating this vegan girl. She's a vegan. Like most vegans, she's very attractive. 
Also like most vegans, she is oppressive. Every time I try to eat meat around her, she goes, what do you think was happening in the nerve endings of this beautiful creature as it was being killed, huh? Well, I don't know, an explosion of flavor? Stephanie? <laughs> Just one, that guy, awesome. Thank you. This is my vegan joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I learned this. A lot of women, on first dates especially, think there's like, a 3% chance that uh, I'm going to try to kidnap him. Your laughs, your laughs confirm it. Thank you. I asked my ex-girlfriend about this, and three years of living with me, after three years, she still thought, oh, maybe I might try to kidnap her. It's like you already live in my apartment. The kidnapping is complete, Kimberly. Now get back in the basement. Perfect timing. I just have to say this, dude. Uh, I my best friend I grew up with in Fremont. You, uh, he, you matched on one of the dating sites. You're Jim McVeigh, right? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man or woman? Uh, I like I like men and women. Was it a man or a woman? Oh, okay. I didn't want to specify, but it was a dude. Oh, it was a dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And he is so attractive. You should go out with him, man. Come on. Cool. He owns a theater in Fremont. Uh, cool. His name's Sean Taylor. You matched. Uh, oh, shit. I untagged myself. Does that help? I did untag myself. I'm not, I'm not, I'm still, I'm still interested. You matched, you fucking matched with him, and then he spit some fire-ass line, and then you just fucking nothing. Just nothing, dude. Dude, wow. he is an attractive man. That's cool, yeah. Do you still want to do your set, or? I just, I really, I, I really wish I didn't say that over the recording. Anyway, thanks again. Yay! Dan Shively outing people on stage. Yay! I love it. Uh, made sex on me is probably the best thing I've heard in a month from anybody. It is so funny. Made sex on, made sex on her. That you, that you opened with, I made sex on her. That's just very funny. And then, what are some other things that give you a half chub? Because if her text does... I just think a funny list of things that give you a half chub, like, right, exactly. That, that's funny because you could be like, because you make that sort of picture. She texts me, I get a half chub, but I also get a half chub when I smell ice cream or I don't know, whatever does gives Lavender. you a half chub. Smell gardenia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I loved that. You, you're, you're just so great on stage and fun to watch and you're so personable. But that whole dating thing at the end was very funny. I was, I was, I was going to say the Jim McVeigh crowd work at the end needs needs some work. <laughs> yeah, I didn't plan it. Yeah. Is that going to be a normal part of the act from here on out? <laughs> he needs to be there. Yeah, we should take this on the road. Uh, you are very likable on stage. Uh, congrats on having sex. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the vegan thing, I feel like... Um, Vegans have been talked about so much yeah. that if you're gonna go there, like you have to find something that's like so novel or new. Is like, yeah, that stuff is like vegan jokes are more bland than vegan food at this point. Like, you gotta like, like uh, uh, I feel really bad for I'm I, oh, man. Oh man. Uh, anyway, other than that, you're so likable on stage. Like, I, yeah, I, I can't wait to see when you take over the scene. Good job, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah.
Hey, Dan Shively. Your, uh, has Tim Young walked in the door yet? I didn't no, see him. No, he has him. not. Okay. Your next comedian. I'm so glad to see him back around Mutiny Radio. It's been so long because uh, I'm not usually here on Fridays when I see him sign up. Uh, hey, everybody, clap your hands together for Stefan Massey. Hey. For the listening audience, I just did a lap around the uh, around Mutiny Radio to get on stage. And it was delightful. Uh, Dan, I, I was probably the only one laughing because I too have experienced how thin-skinned and ridiculous vegans can be at times. Uh, I posted a meme on Tumblr a while ago about how Waka Flocka Flame actually just quit being a vegan because he said vegans are like the fucking cops. And this girl made a point of messaging me saying, I have to unfollow you now, <laughs> inadvertently proving the point of Mr. Flocka Flame. Uh, <laughs> Um, let's see, where was I going to start? Yeah, uh, so there's been a lot, a, a great deal of uh, uh, unrest in Hollywood this past year over, uh, you know, men being gigantic douchebags toward women. Uh, and most of them have been uh, excised from uh, the good graces of people that will put you in movies and things. Uh, but a notable exception, unfortunately, uh, is uh, James Franco. They just they just announced he's going to be staying on his HBO show The Deuce uh, for at least one more season. Um, but you know, uh, I don't know. It's like we've we've tended to the needs of uh, padded women everywhere. I don't know if I can even do this half seriously, but I'll try. Um, and uh, you know, we've we've just neglected creeps all this time. We've neglected to make sure that creeps are well taken care of, and and uh, I think this just lets them know that there's still hope for them <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Um, let's see. Um, I, so I deliver weed for a living. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's uh, recreational. It's, it's totally legal in, in all forms now. Uh, and we have stopped taking, uh, credit cards. Uh, and every time someone asks me about it, um, I, I've, you know, I, I've gotten asked about it so many times now that I basically have a spiel for it. And I always like, Without, I, know I always say something along the lines of, well, when Jeff Sessions re, re, uh, you know, uh, took back the federal protections for medical marijuana, the credit card companies balked, and pretty much without fail, every time I give that spiel, by the time I say Jeff Sessions, the person I'm delivering to will be like, fucking Jeff Sessions. And this came to a head today when I delivered to a 60-year-old black woman who just, as soon as I said Jeff, she was like, motherfucker. And she was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so, no, no, it's cool. That was awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, I pick up for, for friends now and again. Uh, and my, my I dropped off some stuff for best, my best friend uh, who lives in Oakland. And he we had like a weird little heart-to-heart -heart because I was about to go somewhere else. And, and he was like kneeling by my open car door and he like... He was like, hey, I forgot to give you something for your birthday and for Christmas. So, And he just gives me some cash. And he's like, do you hate me? And I'm like, D well, you just gave me money. So no. But this is also why we're best friends. Because like he had gone through this crazy awkward phase. And I'm on the spectrum. So I'm just naturally that way. Uh, like, you know, I've known you 33 years, dude. Do you think you're going to become a racist, a Scientologist, or develop a fascination with Nickelback? If none of those things happens, you know, we're good. We're good. Um, does anyone here uh, not drive? 
Does anyone here not even have their driver's license? Oh, wow. Damn. I've only, the only other person who's said, answered that in the affirmative was Mean Dave. Um, but yeah, uh, I didn't even get mine until I was 21. I, I hate driving because there's a primal part of my brain that, that needs to be going faster than the dude in front of me. Needs to see that idiot who just cut me off, put on trial for war crimes. Uh, well, at the same time, uh, I don't ever honk at anyone because to honk at someone is to imply that stupidity can be cured with loud noises. Uh, you know, but the thing is, the alternative to driving is exponentially worse. Public transit. BART and Muni are lawless hellscapes that no one should ever have to endure. Like, I was on a bus once with somebody sitting in the back screaming bloody murder every, every, and just, and, you know, spoiler, there was no one within five feet of them. Uh, and, and all that was happening was they were keeping, you know, that five foot berth constant throughout the entirety of the bus ride. And the bus driver every five minutes would get on the horn and be like, sir, please, can you just, can you just quiet down for the rest of us? God, I love this city. I'm Stefan Massey. Stefan Massey! I enjoyed your TED Talk. Uh, what is, what's, you said you pick up for friends? Are you talking about weed? Weed. weed. Oh, okay. Because you just said I pick up and I'm like, pick up what? Sticks? Chicks? <laughs> like, what do you pick up? Oh, yeah. I'm a great wingman. Yeah. Well, I mean, know. but you just said like, I pick up for friends and I'm like, I didn't know what you were, you could pick up their dinner. I don't know what you were picking up. And I missed the Berkeley joke about autism driving when you were like, everyone, you should put that in with your driving I don't, stuff. I don't know how to like, I, I, I like it, but I, I, I don't know how much there is there. Oh no, that, that, yeah, I, that's a funny joke too. Cause we've seen that there sign anyway. Oh yeah, no, Berkeley. I was actually thinking that and uh, sorry not to sign. get into a huge tangent, but actually that sign now has a big ass fence around it because a bunch of homeless people were camping put their, on put it. their tents on it. And yeah. now they, they're just like moved. Well actually, but actually what they did next was great because the homeless people all moved their tents onto the lawn of Berkeley City Hall. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. They're <laughs> it was occupying. Awesome. So um, <laughs> I missed that joke, though, about everyone in Berkeley has autism. I've drive, no, been no, driving the, behind the, them well, or the, something. Uh, if I could, the, the joke is that driving in Berkeley is like having Asperger's because you've learned that there's a set of rules and then you go out into the world and everyone is flagrantly disregarding all those rules and it's very frustrating. <laughs> that's, I guess it's, yeah, it's good. And no one in Berkeley can drive. It's very funny. And then um, you you um, have really great lines. You said stupidity something. That was a great line. Stupidity and then, uh, can, can be cured by loud noises. That is very, very funny. Thank and you. then also the lawless helps, hellscapes. Like you, you have these great turns of phrases and great words. So thank you. Um, just keep doing those because that's where all your your punches are in your like clever turns of phrases. You know, um, the way you just delivered driving, like you just referenced autism in Berkeley. Yeah. If you, uh, I think maybe if you experimented with delivering your jokes the way you just said that back to Pam, mm -hmm. you uh, you might have some success. That, I mean, I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, 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 I don't I'm mean. just saying I uh, I found it more clearly just because sometimes uh, in when I watch comedy, I need pauses a little mm. bit. Like, mm. If it's stream of consciousness, right. I'll kind of space out. No, yeah. If you slow it down and like really deliver it the way you just told Pam, yeah. I, I, yeah. My, anyway. my, my instinct is to just like barrel through new stuff for the first time so I can see where the laugh lines are but but I definitely get what you mean I, I need to I and pausing in, is something I need to work on and in, in poetry school they taught me this thing in performance poetry now this was serious he said that when you're on stage and people aren't listening and you see them disengaging your your initial reaction is to speak faster and louder when actually you should slow down and kind of whisper <laughs> and so that was the way they taught us how to get audiences back with poetry is that because if you just speed up and keep going and no one's listening and it just keeps it just becomes a wash of just yeah. no one's paying attention they all start talking it's gone but if you 
slow down and even make your voice quieter, people will get right back in the big, oh, what's he, what's he doing? <laughs> what's going on? And you look like you have, some, have something you really oh, want to say. No, no, I was, I was more or less, uh, what I want to say was just basically touching on what uh, Jim said of, um, I think your, your ideas are good, but it does sometimes feel like uh, there may be a little overridden, mm. where it's like, do you word for word say what you write? Because you should try working off like maybe bullet points or just something to slow it down and make yeah. it seem more conversational. Because yeah. the ideas are good, but sometimes it's it's just dense with, yeah, yeah, with yeah. like a, a block of of words. Totally. Cool. Thank Clap you. wildly, everyone, for Stefan Messi. Hey, you guys can. Uh, I'd like to. Th- Jonathan Moore's hanging out in the in the booth tonight. Not only is he an excellent. Uh, judge of comedy, but he's also helping doing, putting the night playlist together and being a champion. So yay, Jonathan, yay. Uh, your next comedian, does he know how to walk a room of strippers? Let me tell you. I got to take my clothes off for comics the other night because everybody left. Uh, but he's actually leaving us now, which is very sad. Going to the uh, western Midwestern hinterlands of uh, coldness and sadness. He's going to bring a, just a bunch of joy out there to those people. Put your hands together for Ken Suzuki! Who knew that a sex of, uh, set about depraved sexual behavior would walk? Sets off to a great start, folks. Yes. Oh. Who knew I said about all my sexual perversions would walk sex workers? Pam was impressive, though. I got to say, great set. Showing off all of her all of her physical coordination for the world to see. She impressed all of us. You're like, damn. How can she do that? All right. Uh, in, all seriousness, though, in all seriousness, though, folks, have you ever tried to have you ever sat down to write your suicide note but ended, ended up founding a tech startup? That ever happened? You know, you sit down, you're drafting, you're like, damn. Man, if I can plan my suicide, I can write up a business plan, draft funding proposals, meet with venture capitalists, raise venture capital. Then I'll have enough to be able to finally afford that Tesla I've always wanted and drive around to show off to the world how woke I am while getting my dick sucked in it. Yeah, getting your dick sucked in a Tesla. That is peak wokeness. If not peak San Francisco, what's next? Ooh, look at me. I'm going to film my sex tape via aerial drone. Uh, woke Teslas. Woke is just one of those words that if you hear it used by anyone who says it unironically, you just want to put to sleep, isn't it? I would tell them to go kill themselves, but you can't now that Teslas have zero emissions. You can't really kill yourselves in them anymore like you used to. Back in the day, all you needed was a running ignition closed garage door. Now, if you got a test, you got to plan that shit. You got to think, okay, you know, I have to hit this cliff at like 80 miles per hour. How high am I? Will I survive this? And just end up all fucked up and funny looking. Maybe if I drive into that body of water, I'll get electrocuted or I'll just drown. And no one wants to drown because if you're going to kill yourself, you take the easy way out. That's how you know you really want to do it. You're willing to drown yourself in your Tesla. Well, so much for recording this set. It's being recorded! Oh, I'm sorry. Is this the comic gods telling me? What are they saying? Quit. All right. In conclusion, stay woke, folks. Thank you.
You jumped on your time early and you were having a good set, Ken. Uh, you're having a good set. Your flexibility is astounding. Um, I think better than... You You can buy, write a better punchline than the, uh, the the garage and the thing. Uh, it's a car. All you need is a car, a hose, and a dream. Okay. Right? Something short and sweet like... And something kind of cheeky. Because, you know, but th- a car, a hose, and a dream, that's... Or, a dream wish, a death wish, or you know, a car, a car, a hose, and a death wish. That that's not funny. Um, I was slowed down in the beginning. In fact, I would start that joke about the Tesla. I would start it with by getting your dick sucked in a Tesla. You're woke, and then I would say I would go into you ever pen your suicide note and end up starting a end up starting a software company. I'd do that punchline first because it's kind of a standalone, and then work back up to it because you kind of. Started with the suicide note and then went through building this, went through building the tech startup to get into a Tesla, Mm -hmm. which makes you woke. But I'd start with the Tesla and then go to the beginning of the joke and then go through. Does that make sense? Just reorder it. I think, I think the joke is fine. I just think it needs to be in a different order. And people might disagree with me. Um, I think that's all I had, but I entered, are you, you jumped out early. You're being very funny and personable. You should, you had two and a half minutes left. You should have just, what's all I had written. That was, yeah, but you should use that time in riff and just make shit up. It's a joke. Do you want to do, does other people have comments? And then I'm going to give you your two and a half minutes back. (laughs) Aerial drone. Uh, I was going to say the aerial drone thing made me laugh. Uh, filming a sex tape via drone, uh, that I haven't heard that. That's funny. That that's all I have is a compliment. (laughs) Cool. Any other comments? Okay, let's give him his time back. Uh, hey, everybody. Your comedian's going to do two and a half minutes because he dumped out early. Put your hands together for Ken Suzuki. Oh, my God. So you ever, like, nut a little early? And you're like, oh, we got to do this again? I got another two minutes in me. Maybe we can do this. Let's keep it going, man. It's keeping it conversational. It's just you, me, this microphone, and my dignity. Why do I care? Oh, man. Here I am. I fooled you all into laughing, so maybe I'll be funny one day. Maybe. You know, it's funny. Funny is not like... uh, It's funny not... I guess funny is the great equalizer. You know, there's no legacy comedians out there. It's not like a yeah, okay, you know what this analogy is going nowhere. Um you know yes, crowd work, yes sir, you with your blue your blue microphone. Uh, I was just wondering what you meant by le- like legacy. Uh legacy comedian. So oh, uh being funny is not like admittance to Yale, all right? There are no legacy comics out there who just got in by where they're known. Next thing you know, they're booked on uh, the that whatever that billboard is they got in from the comedy store. I'm sure it has a name. A marquee? Is that what it is? Marquee? You know, you got you to make a laugh. You can't have all this dead silence. So we're ha- well, maybe it's not me. Maybe it's the, hey, uh, in the engineer, can I get some laughter? A laughter out of this microphone, perhaps? Hangover 2 could be legacy comedy. Right. Dude, that is so meta. All of the, the Rocks in the Rock family are really good. Hey, how a, dare you, legacy? sir? The Rock is a good actor. How Tony Rock, yeah. Jordan Rock, Chris Rock, they're really good. Yeah. The, the Medea franchise hasn't been good for a while, but they still make them for legacy. I'm, I'm just... Stay woke. Yeah, stay woke. Oh, my Hashtag God. Hashtag see Black Panther. 
Oh, why did Tampa Teller Perry's like, I've been marketing the wrong angle all this time. All right, that was great. This is what we call collaboration. All right. And that is the key to success. It's not just about you. It's about the people and the team you surround yourself with. That's where the creativity comes. Thank you, all of you. Yeah, Ken Suzuki and friends. Beyond friends here on Mutiny Radio. It is Joke Workshop. We are here. It's been an hour and everyone's still hanging in there. We have our next comedian. He's been coming back week after week and we're excited to see him here again. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Ryan Hitzler. How's everybody doing? Good. That's good to hear. I had a good weekend this weekend. Uh, I spent it with my grandmother in a nursing home. And it's interesting seeing the older generations um, in the nursing homes. There's still a lot of vibrant, beautiful people. Um, Even the women were not too shabby. They still had their old glows and just really kind of pretty, you know, kind of freaked me out. Uh, Speaking of masturbating, um, I've had to do that a, a bit more these days. Uh, my girlfriend and I just broke up, which is uh, taking a while to get used to because before, when I had a girlfriend, I could just ask her if she wanted to have sex, and then I'd masturbate. So the routine's really throwing me off, but at least it's getting me off, though, you know? What can I say? Um, you know, there's always things in relationships that bug each other. Uh, one of the things that really irritated me about her was she didn't really enjoy the little things in life, and uh, which explains why she didn't like intercourse too much with me. Um, I can't I can't complain too much though. I've been getting back out on the horse. I had dinner with uh, the woman of my dreams the other night. Like literally, I've had dreams about my mom my entire life. So uh, love my mom and. I was uh, with a another person recently in the in the bedroom, and it's kind of interesting seeing how different people are, especially when you're intimate. Um, and one of the things that she said that I never heard before was, you know, kind of dirty talk, like, "Oh, I really want to make you come. You should come." And I thought it was really good. I never heard that before. It was pretty sexy. Um, it was also great too because it meant that I could finally take the condom off. I haven't been used to those in a while. Um, what else? Uh, I was out to coffee with this one girl, and she was kind of talking about uh, just random things. She went into this this long talk about how she was like 85.5% Scandinavian, and um, how she was Viking blood. She was really proud that she had Viking blood in her. And I was just thinking to myself, why, why do people care about having Viking blood? It's like, it's like bragging that you have thieves and rapists in your family line. doesn't make any sense to me. Um, we basically just, you know, propped them up because they were white people with blonde hair and tall. And, like, we praise them in our society. It's weird. There's an NFL team named the Vikings. And people cheer for them every Sunday. And uh, I just want to know, like, what are we going to do in a couple hundred years if there's still an NFL? 
On this week's matchup, we have the L.A. Weinsteins versus the Philadelphia Cosbys. It's interesting, you know. Vikings. You know, Vikings are just like an ancient terrorist group. That's kind of all they really are. Um, they're like they're they're ISIS, ancient ISIS. They're basically just blonde ISIS. And so, like I once again, I thought you know, people just always like to brag about their lineage and being Vikings. What are they going to say in a couple thousand years? Oh well, um, I'm twenty five and a half percent ISIS, and that's pretty cool because you know they were pretty badass people, man. Actually, I'm a 116th Al-Qaeda, and those guys got down to business, actually. Remember they blew up those uh, two towers in New York around 2000 AD? Dude, that was not Al-Qaeda that did that. That was a couple of Texans that pulled that job off. That's all I have for tonight. Thank you, guys. Ryan uh, I feel like your first joke could have um, had a punch if you delivered it differently. Yeah. Because the words were, I had a great weekend. I was in an old folks home. Like, that's a funny thing. That's like the juxtaposition of thought right there. No one has fun in an old folks. Who wants to? They smell weird. No one wants to. I mean, I'm sure you love your grandma and that's very sweet. But And I liked the rest of it when you went into like that they were sexy, that it wasn't gross to be in an old folks home because they actually are like super sexy and then you made the transition into masturbation which i thought was a very funny transition so i thought at the beginning like you had some but you could i think if you just took a break like i had a great weekend i was in an old folks i mean i just feel like it's a funny thing to say in itself because yeah. it's the juxtaposition of thought like it's not a great place to be on the weekend i was yeah i was basically just trying to get to the masturbation part oh but, yeah and but while i was saying it i was like kind of thinking that it was more there's more to it so yeah, yeah. well i mean it's a fun concept that yeah. you liked the old folks home because the women are sexy in the old folks home now then that's a little disturbing yeah. and then you want to masturbate that's what i thought was funny too <laughs> is that you're like yeah these old ladies are hot i need to um, then you start talking about masturbation i like the uh the viking isis stuff but i think you kind of uh gave away the punchline when you first say they're like old school terrorists because it yeah. was clear so i think it, it might be funny if you just say well if you think about it you know like like vikings what do they do they raped and pillaged and forced their religion on people they're essentially old school isis mm. like or just it's just kind of a different uh an into that kind of makes the premise more of a, a punchline than if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I need to practice that one a bit more. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like, I'd like, it's yeah. a good premise. I think just cut it, cut it out some of it and yeah, edit it. Agreed. Thanks. And the football team analogy works really well too. Um, but I would agree with him. You shorten and condense everything okay. to get to the punchline faster. Gotcha. All right, everybody. Put your hands together for Ryan Hitzler. Thank you. One time I will say, bringing up the, bringing you the hits, Ryan Hitzler. Oh, Ryan, I just can never remember how to be a good host. Your next comedian, what a funny lady this is. Uh, you guys will be seeing her on more and more showcases upcoming, and you're going to love her right now. Everybody, Angel Weaver. Ow. I like that song. Um... Why did the chicken cross the road? Because it was free range. I've been working on my street jokes, okay, guys? I think they're going to make a comeback. 
Um, I booked my first showcase, which was really cool as a comedian. I was like, yes, I did it. And I called my dad to tell him. And I was like, dad, this is what I did. And he was like, how? You're not funny. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, dad. Appreciate you. Um, let's see. I've been riding in a lot of Uber pools lately. And I love when I get picked up last but dropped off first. Uh, I imagine that's what white privilege feels like. It's pretty fucking cool. Because as a black person, uh, you don't get to experience white privilege. Another thing I had never experienced as a black person before until this year uh, was this idea of checking out of a hotel. Because I don't know if y'all know this, but black people, we don't check out of hotels. Uh, we just leave, okay? We don't have the time. Another thing that black people don't do that I think is a surprise is that we don't compost. Like that was a thing that I learned as an adult in San Francisco. Uh, we don't compost. I'm like, do you think growing up in a black household, we wanted there to be evidence that we didn't eat all our food? <laughs> I don't think so. We were purposefully throwing plates away upside down to hide the fact that I didn't eat those green beans. I didn't need an additional trash can for it. But I found that out in San Francisco. I was at work and I threw away my lunch. And the office manager comes up to me and she's like, whoa, she literally stops me. And she's like, get that out of the trash, we gotta sort this out. So I pull a plate of half-eaten food out of the trash and sort it out into the right bins. She makes me put some in the compost, my plate in the trash, and I was really embarrassed and I stormed off into the restroom. But I got the last laugh there, I came back out with my bloody tampon and I was like, where does this one go? She had to show me. <laughs> she had to show me. Uh, San Francisco, that's San Francisco for you. Um, another cool thing about San Francisco, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, no, I'm not gonna do that one actually. Moving along. Uh, let's see. I have more jokes. Consent is a thing right now. <laughs> like that transition. Uh, consent is a thing that's that men don't understand, apparently. They don't understand this idea that you have to ask for something and then you get consent to do it. Uh, and one of the men that has recently gotten in trouble because of this was Louis C.K., a really great comedian. He got in trouble because he was calling up women and having non-consensual phone sex with them, which means he was calling them with his dick out, masturbating on the other end without getting their permission. And I was like, ugh, what the fuck? Who the fuck still calls people anymore? Like, send a dick pic like a normal pervert, am I right? Uh, I love a good dick pic, actually. I leave my airdrop on in case strangers want to send me surprises. I'm into that kind of thing. It's kind of nice to just like walking around and every now and then I get a dick pop up on my phone. I never know whose it is. It's kind of cool, it's kind of cool. Um, let's see. <laughs> Richard Pryor has been in the news. It's really weird, I'm like, I don't, it's 2018, but he's back in the news. Um, thank you. And he's in the news because he, there's like a lot of stories coming out about him from his time. One of those stories being that before he would have sex with women, he would put cocaine on his dick to like thrust it in and get a, a high from sex. 
So give it up for Richard Pryor adding. <laughs> woo! No, yeah, give it up. I was a, yeah, uh, adding new meaning to the term crack pipe. <laughs> all right, that's all, guys. Thank you. Angel Weaver from tampons to coke dick. Boo boo. Uh, I, I, I love tampon jokes, so anytime anybody talks about tampons, and I, I imagine that being a real story, which makes me really happy. It is a real story. Okay, thank God, because that is amazing. Well, not, it's, it's real all the way up to the tampon. Oh, well, yeah. I'm not that. You're not that not gross. That You're like, look at my <laughs> bloody tampon. I know, that's embarrassing. So us old people used to call it phone sex. Yeah. That was the terminology. You didn't call it, in your punchline, you said who calls anymore? Yeah. And so I'd say, who has phone sex anymore? Yeah. Sext? Text? Whatever. Like, send me a dick pic. Snap. I learned about the Snapchat today. That seems to be a thing. And then this was cute. I came up for a tag on the end of your joke because you said you keep getting dicks popping up on your phone. Yeah. And maybe it's like a, it's like a special half chub for you. It's like a girl half chub because you get a dick pop up yeah. in your, po- in your pants. Well, well, no, just because it's, but it's like you get a dick pop up in your phone, which oh, is in your pants. I so see. it's like a half chub. Ah, it's like okay. a girl half chub. I don't know. I'm just just spit, spitballing with you. I like it. And um, I I don't. I would say it gives a new it gives a new meaning to the word coke dick because usually when people have coke dick, their dick won't come up because they've taken too much coke. But if you put coke on your dick, I didn't really understand how it's a crack pipe unless she's sucking on it. See. Oh, we laying pipe. Oh, laying pipe. Like crack cocaine and dick. So, you know, I would think it would make more sense (laughs) if he wasn't sticking it in her her hoo-ha, but he was putting it in her mouth because then it's like a crack pipe because she's smoking it. Oh, that's funny. Right? That's what I was... I like that. I know that's what she's talking about. We're talking about writing jokes, sweetheart. But um, Jonathan was like, but that's not what she's talking about. (laughs) I'm just... I mean, because I didn't really get it. I was like, crack pipe, laying pipe. Now I kind of get it, but... If he stuck it in her mouth. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. I like that. Who That's has all this person. coke? That's crazy. Just to throw <laughs> around. Um, uh, I, I think I saw you at my yeah, the Louis C.K. thing. Um, there's just a, it's it's funny. Uh, you could just cut some words out. Like you don't have to say. Uh, I get that. Like when you're up here, it, it's easy to just like yeah. let words go. But it, um, it's a funny joke if you could just like tighten it just slightly. But other than that, it's very funny. Yeah. Um, in this polit- uh, political climate, you might not want to say he's a great comic. I Did just I say that? you said Lucy oh, Gay, he's a great comic. I didn't mean. And to I was you. yeah, I was yeah, when you're talking about the assault stuff, like maybe leave that part out. I'm sorry, I don't know. I, I mean, didn't he's mean a great to comic. say that. There's a no... blacked out. Well, it's 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 it, it's. I still like Bill Cosby. I don't have a. Problem. I know, but it's a different. It's just a different issue. I think it muddles the joke of yeah. people are then thinking like, wait a second. Does she like him? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's. I think it's an issue to debate at a another time yeah good call well and the issue there is can you separate the person if you're a stand-up comedian are you your art and therefore is there a separation but if it's an act what does it matter if his work is good like what if it's an artist who's amazing who draws a picture and you're like and you find out that they eat children for breakfast does it mean that their art is bad i don't necessarily agree with that i think that their art can stand on its own and it doesn't matter what the person is Anyways, just, I'm sorry, philosophically. That has nothing to do with anything. I'm sorry. Question is, do you want to touch on that in that bit yeah. you're working on? <laughs> no, I mean, it's not. I'm sorry I'm taking your time. I will t- I'll take those comments. I'll strike those comments from the record. Yeah. Don't <laughs> kill the puns. Like, keep them, please. The puns. 
all like of free range oh i thank was laughing you. i'm not gonna kill that one because i'm a vegan Angel Weaver! Yeah! Yay! You're next. Thanks, everybody, for hanging in there. We've got a couple comics left, and your comments have been great, and it's been a really fun show thus far. It's all going to go downhill from here. Put your hands together. I'm kidding. I love your next comedian. Uh, He's a great guy and a lot of fun. Put your hands together for Ian Levy! Thank you very much. I forgot to... Uh, uh, Sometimes comedians say um, doing comedy is like doing a drug. Uh, I think those comedians have not done very many drugs, I would say. Because I don't know about you, uh, but I've never had a comedy set go so well that I forgot how money works. Uh, but I have had that happen with acid. I have. I don't know what this devil money is. Just take it, please. I just want a veggie burger. Like, I have definitely been in that situation in Santa Cruz. <laughs> um, it's a weird. I, I got my degree in broadcast electronic communications arts, uh, which is a complicated way of saying I make lattes for a living. So I, it's true. I work in a cafe. I had someone come into the cafe the other day and say, uh, hey, uh, you guys have great reviews on Yelp. And I was like, I know, I write them. So I was like, I was like obviously, that's how that works. Yelp's not real. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird thing. A lot of people, people say weird stuff to me working at the cafe. Uh, more than one person has said like, oh, working at a cafe seems so cool. You know, you got to just like listen to your own music and talk to your friends and drink all this like coffee you want. And I always think, uh, I uh, would rather have health care. Like, I would rather my gums didn't bleed when I brushed my teeth. That is really what I want <laughs> from a career. Benefits, 401k. Those are the things I would like. But, yeah, playing my own music is pretty cool. And, yes, I do play the war on drugs and cool bands. People always mention SZA. I play her. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce her name. But... <laughs> But I'm very hip. I listen to a lot of control, so thanks. <laughs> I um sorry, a weird tangent. Um <laughs> is very good. Um the uh I like the uh, I like the introduction uh Pam gave me. However, it's not the most memorable introduction I've ever gotten. because uh, I was once had a host of a comedy show introduce me by saying, uh, this next comic uh, seems like he was homeschooled. Uh, what the host of that particular comedy show did not know is that I actually was homeschooled. Uh, I'm trying my best to fit in, and apparently I'm doing something horribly wrong. So I don't know what's going on there. I went and told that host. I said, uh, I actually uh, was homeschooled. I went back and did the show, and he said, oh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, I'll uh, I'll fix that for you. And then he went up on stage, and he said, uh, this next comic uh, seems like he would enjoy Renaissance fairs. <laughs> I gotta be honest, guys. Uh, I love Renaissance fairs, so it's a good, uh, it's a good time. Things are, uh, I think, I think things are going well-ish for me. I no, no, I don't think so. It's a weird, you know. This I, I was, I was thinking of a bit. I'm not gonna do the jokes I was actually planning on doing. This did. I'm, I uh, actually am a lifelong vegetarian. Uh, I was, I was raised a vegetarian, 
And I remember one particular memory of uh, being a vegetarian. You know, I love animals and all that stuff. And my friend, I had a good friend, grew up on a farm. And I remember going to this farm, uh, and there's all these cows. I was like, oh, man, I've never been near cows before. That's pretty cool. I'm going to go, you know, connect with uh, nature and these animals. Uh, and we found this one cow hanging out by itself, not with all the other little cowlets or whatever there. Uh, it was It was a cow... It was like a cow unlike any cow I'd ever seen before. Like, as we got closer, it was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Uh, it it only has one udder. Like, I've never seen a cow uh, with one udder. Uh, and that's because that cow was a bull. Uh, and then I was like, I got a bit too close uh, to it. And I was like, it's okay. Uh, everything's going to be okay. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. Animal connection. We all get along. This is mother nature at work. Uh, and then the cow started stomping its feet. And I was like, uh, or the bull started stomping its feet. And I was like, oh, it's like greeting me. Hello. Uh, and then it charged me. Uh, and now I eat meat. So that is... Uh, is um, so, fuck nature. Okay. Um, yeah, it's my time. Thank you. Yay! Hey, baby! Ian Levy! So I thought you were perfectly solid all the way up to the teeth brushed 401k thing. I thought you were having a great set. I was totally engaged. Everything was working awesome. It was like totally stellar and had no comics that said it was great. Um, and then you went off to tar- kilter a little bit. I think you were riffing or something. And then you yeah. went back with a joke that we know. But I feel like there could be an extra tag on the Renaissance fairs. I think that when oh, you there's say, there's more stuff to it. The problem oh, okay. is I didn't I didn't set it up because I right. the, the homeschool thing's so long. You've got the stilts. It goes part. into stilts and then it goes into I can't read and then I end right. with saying uh, uh, Renaissance fairs are a great way to learn about history when you can't read. I, I think so, I think if you're gonna do it's very funny if I do the whole thing. You're gonna have to trust me on this. There's I'm still very another charming and amusing. There's another opportunity though for a tag when you say. Uh, this he enjoy he looks like he would enjoy Renaissance fairs and you say I love Renaissance fairs because turkey legs and stilts or corsets and archery or pick two just pick two weird things from yeah I I tried that for a while because I used to say um, I love uh, discussing the intricacies uh, between a catapult and a trebuchet. Well, but then, but that's, see, that's the, but that's too much. You'd say, catapults and trebuchets. No, I, I cut know? it because it, it sounded too ridden. I'm all, I'm all natural now. Oh, that's my new, that's my new vibe. I'm putting False. out. So, <laughs> thanks, Jim. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it it felt too too forced. But um, if I do the whole thing, I promise it's good. Uh, and False. cowlets. <laughs> cow, cowlets is an amazing word, and they're called calves. But. Cowlet is the best word I, I ever. Just, you knew. Yeah. You're just making it's a cute word. It's very, mm-hmm. very funny. Okay, I'm done. Uh I, I agree, Cowlets was very funny. Uh I was I was on board the first the thing you opened on. Um that's yeah, I've never heard that before comparing like comedy to actual drugs. Uh I think you could explore that a little bit further and like uh, I think there's you could even get more out of that. Oh, can I, Jim? Um oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a better comic could. Uh, <laughs> you um, you did kind of lose me. I was on board until uh, you brought up your teeth bleeding. That feels like a you problem. Uh, <laughs> Is that too gross? Um, no, I just it made me think about if that was something that healthcare 
were I didn't realize I, it it confused me like it, it in terms of joke writing it, ter- it confused me if that was supposed to be a joke or if that was just anyway if that was something I, I, th- I think that's fair I was trying to make a I think it's probably too much of a leap I was going for like not having dental care yeah no I understood oh, okay. Okay. I understood gums bleeding got it you don't floss I got that right away oh okay. yeah but, but, yeah. but I, I, I thought you're going right. for like but, big air or but something. doctors don't floss for you you yeah 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 floss your own no I, I know it's probably more of a a me problem really um <laughs> the uh but but you're right I, I think i could use something that's better there that's that's fair mm. basically once I've, I've thought of all your criticism i'm aware of it uh and i still don't care so ah. <laughs> you care. um just i don't <laughs> I, know I really if- do i'm gonna be up in bed like god damn it you was right you might have known this and just not gone there because it's stupid, but probably <laughs> you could do a dick joke with trying to milk the one udder of the cow. Yeah. No. Or or its balls. You thought its balls were udders. First you go, well, that's funny. Those udders don't have any teats or nipples yeah. or whatever, so but the, those are their the balls. Thing, I don't the know. thing with the cow uh, really happened. Uh, but I was thinking, or a bull really happened, but I was thinking of changing it to a deer because I think there's something much more funny about a majestic deer attacking me. Um, but I th- anyways, maybe not. But okay. deers don't have udders, so how no, would you no, mistake it for No, I mean, I would lose a... all that, but I just mean in the, the, grand, <laughs> the grand scheme of the story. I'm sorry, yeah. he was homeschooled. I don't know if they teach them about animal anatomy yeah, yeah, or not. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking yeah. about. We're talking about teaching. I've watched water births, but that's what happens when you're homeschool. That's very specific, but it's true. You should talk about that. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I've never heard that. It's, it's real gross. There's a lot of bits that you're like, oh, no, thank you. Okay. Uh. Everybody clap wildly for Ian Levy. We have another comedian. He's here. I finally know how to uh, to pronounce his name. Hey, everybody, put your hands together for Max Moakanen. Thank you, everybody. It's uh, my last name. It's actually it's Moachanin. Um, it's uh, it's Serbian. Serbia is a country in Eastern Europe. For those of you who don't follow the NBA or professional tennis, um, also a lot of people bring up that we started World War One. Uh, so we're trendsetters, you know, like. My ancestors started something that went worldwide. What did, what did yours do? Um, I don't Yeah, so, shit, what was that? Uh, yeah, like 100 years ago, people were like, or I guess 1914, people were like, World War, that's not even a thing. And we were like, well, I mean, it's, it's going to be a thing, you know. The whole world's going to be on board with this idea. And then 23 years later, the Germans copied us, started their own World War. They stole our idea. Germans are like the Carlos Mencia of war. Um... Yeah, but I, people like get my name. Like sometimes, like I had a recently somebody like I told her my last name was uh, Moachanin, and she was like, "Wow, are you Native American?" And I was just like, "Yeah, sure, why not? I'm uh, Native American." They they made a movie about my family. It was called The Last of the Moachanins. I, I'm I'm it. I'm the last Moachanin. Like when I was born, they looked at me and they were like, "We better we better cut it off here, guys. This, we've we've done enough damage." Um, so uh, happy belated Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh. I had a good Valentine's Day. After work, I went straight to a gay bar. I left straight too. <laughs> it didn't didn't have an effect on me. I, uh, the the reason why I went it was like there was an open mic, uh, and I, you're thinking like, what's more depressing than going to an open mic by yourself on Valentine's Day? Leaving early so you can go to another open mic. That's what. And all I got was this joke out of it. Um, let's see. 
So when I was a kid, I used to like to play hide and seek. Anybody like to play hide and seek? Hey, hey, I found you. No? <laughs> I think that joke's amazing. I don't know. I, uh, so happy President's Day, everybody. I, uh, I didn't have to work today, so that's good. Uh, I work in downtown. I work for Fitbit, but I don't wear a Fitbit, so that's pretty awkward. Like, people just stare at me all the time. They're like, did you see that guy? He doesn't even know how far he's walked. I don't know. I feel like every time I show up to work, it's like I've committed a faux pas. Working at Fitbit and now wearing a Fitbit's like showing up uninvited to an AA meeting with a keg of beer. Everybody stares at you disapprovingly. And you're the only one there who isn't tracking how many steps you've taken. That's, that's an AA 12-step joke. Anybody here in AA? All right. Way to stay anonymous. I, uh, I, uh, so six months ago, I went to Lake Tahoe. And while I was there, I had to buy sunscreen. So I went to a gift shop and I found the sunscreen. It was like in the middle of the store. And I, I looked at the label and it said that it had the scent of sunshine. And I was just like, what, like, what does sunshine smell like? I've never gone outside and just been like, yeah, that's, that's the good stuff, you know? <laughs> or like, I prefer a more mild, partly cloudy scent, but this will suffice. <laughs> but like, isn't it crazy that they made the sunscreen smell like the exact thing it's supposed to protect you from? That'd be like if they made Raid that smelled like bugs. Or baby-scented condoms. <laughs> How much am I about to? All right, I'll, I'll end there. Thanks, everybody. Max Shit, I really tried to get your name right, and then I didn't. I suck. Uh, you didn't, though. Uh, that Carlos Mencia joke is solid, and that straight joke, too, is a sinker. I would give, give yourself a... Say that joke and then just stand there for a second and especially do it at the Eagle. Uh, it, that's so <laughs> funny. But um, that I came straight here, left straight. I mean, that whole thing, I would just take more time in between it. Just let it land and just sit okay. like because it's really funny. Like I sat in here and laughed about it for a while and I was like, oh, he's still telling jokes, shit, whatever. So um, I, I really like the, the Carlos Mencia joke, but I was just wondering, is it a reference that people who aren't comics get or people who are like yeah. kind of comedy nerds? Everybody knows that. J just because uh, sometimes I get up in like my own little like then like the comedy bubble thing and you forget what people know and don't know outside of. So I don't know if he's actually like, like, if, it's, like if it's enough of a like a popular culture. Yeah, like ask these people. Yeah, like one of them definitely. was explaining it to the. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you guys know who Carlos Mencia was or what he did? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm just, I'm just be, be careful of that because I think it's, it's a good joke for comics. Um, and then the other was just a, a question: Was it the, the Serbians who killed Franz Ferdinand? Yes, that was. Oh, okay. Was wow. I, see. <laughs> I, I didn't realize. I thought it was like the Lebanese or something. Franz Ferdinand was a real person. Archduke. Yeah, yeah. Archduke. I just thought it was a band. He I just was. thought we, it was a shitty band. No, the band was a named after the, band. the man who was murdered. I didn't have any idea. I just thought it was a cool name for a shitty band. I'm, I'm a dick. Yeah, I think you had a, a lot of good stuff. I mean, the, the same notes I'm going to give pretty much everybody. is just like, try and cut words, get it on paper, and see what you can cut out. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, just wait, yeah, whatever you do, you can you just you can just write it and cut words. But I think you're on the right track. Uh, good job. I say I'm anti Jim McVeigh. More words and more pauses. That's <laughs> what I say. I just want to compliment you, man. I'm kind of actually jealous of your ability to be succinct and punchy. Like if I could even write as much as uh, make my jokes as short as you could, you can. 
I'm actually uh, quite envious of that. And uh, hide and so the hide and go seek crowd work joke you just did. Uh, okay, yeah. That was I loved it. Oh, I, I forgot. Uh, I like that because when I when you first did that, I a lot of a lot of times brand new comics will kind of say, "Does anybody does anybody use dating apps?" When you could just say your Tinder joke, um, and then you misdirected it, and it was really funny. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I haven't seen you before. Uh, I don't know if you're new in town or you're a new comic, but you're very promising. Good job. Also, uh, you seem like a nice person, so keep it up. <laughs> Clap your hands together for Max Moachini. Last of the Moachinis. Uh, right on. I'm going to do a quick set here, and then uh, I'll wrap it up. But uh, hey, if everybody ever wanted to put any dollar bills up in that jar up at the front we sure love donations here at mutiny radio just uh you can always give us money because we need it all right your next comedian is me yay Ah! hi oh that's so sweet extra clapping oh you guys um so I've been thinking um, a lot lately about the first lady because I loved, well, I had a girl crush on Michelle Obama for a long time. I've sort of come to terms with it now. I'm like, she's really hot. Uh, but that's not the only reason I miss her. I miss her because she was, the first lady used to be this thing on my toilet right now. I have this history of the first lady's book and I just, I just don't know what they're going to say about Melania, Melania. Does anyone know how to say her name? I don't know how to say her name because she never talks. She's never told us how to say her motherfucking name. She did once before he was elected. There was a thing she did with Baba Wawa and they sat down together and he was like, look pretty and shut the fuck up. And they were like, she was asking him, both of them pointed questions. Do you ever have discussions about things and tell him things? What what would that sound like? And she said, I like to keep private. Uh, I can't even do her accent because I don't know how she talks because she never speaks. Say something, anything. It's been over a year. What is she going to do? Nothing. Uh, I'm just so angry about her. She's the worst. People have been calling me a bad feminist lately because I still like Louis C.K. and I'm fine. I'm like, Bill Cosby will always be funny to me. And they're like, but he drugged and raped women. And I'm like, I still, dad, is great. He gives us chocolate cake. You can't take away my love of him from the past just because it's a, I mean, clouded. I don't know what to say. But I was going somewhere and I went down the wrong path. Oh, I'm a terrible feminist. I'm a terrible feminist. I'm just like a misogynist in, uh, with a pussy. I I just, I'm like, oh, I hate girls. No, I'm like, they're stupid bitches. Whatever. But I'm like, okay. I'm not like that. I'm a, I'm a feminist, but I still, I'm trying to figure this out. I don't wear makeup. Does that make me a feminist? I don't know. Or am I lazy? I don't shave. Not for feminism. Again, laziness. It's so really, it's just like, I just want to be like a guy and be lazy like those motherfuckers, right? I just want to be lazy and smell bad and not have to worry about it anymore because they do it all the time. Uh, I've hung out with junior high boys and uh, comics who are like junior high boys. But my point is about the first lady. Uh, she doesn't talk. And I want her to say something because she has all this power right now. Not only does she have billions and billions of dollars, she actually has power to be able to say something if she could speak English. Uh, but I wish she'd choose something to talk about. Anything. The opiate crisis, whatever. Pick something. There's so many fucking gun control. Anything. Choose something. 
But what I think is going to happen is she is going to follow in the steps of Michelle. Like the one time she spoke, she plagiarized Michelle's speech. And I think she's just going to pick up uh, right where Michelle left off, uh, hating fat kids. She was all into like school lunches, right? Or no salt or something. Diabetes is bad. Uh, and I think that Melania, Melania, Ms. Trump is going to say... Oh, I hate saying that name, but she's going to stand up and she's just going to say, I hate fat kids too. Um, and so she's going to champion Well, cause she knows that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. Uh, and she still doesn't talk and she's still skinny and pretty. She frowns so well now. Like she still looks pretty when she frowns. I don't know how, what kind of plastic surgery you have to get for that, but she looks great when she's frowning. But so I think she's going to champion bulimia because right. Well, it makes kids four times the consumer. Uh, they consume four times the food and then uh, they vomit it all up. It's just garbage. Uh, but she's really going to be known as an environmentalist because she's going to teach the kids to vomit into the composting. Regurgitate, uh, reuse, recycle. It's going to be great. We're going to save the world together. Me and Melania. Melania. Does anyone know how to say her name really? Which way is it? And is she Melania? And is she from Slovenia or Slovakia? Which one of those is a real place? Slovenia. Is Slovakia a real place too? It, they're both real places? <laughs> Fuck me. I'm an isolationist. No, I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. Um, thank you guys. Yay. Bye. Are you guys running off the other mic? Tell me, tell me something. Oh, I was going to say it's so... Ref oh, we have, that's, we have a show. Uh, oh, cool. It is so refreshing to hear someone talk about... I mean, everyone's talking about Trump. No one is... I also don't know how to say your name correctly. Uh, I think that that's like... Yeah, that's such a good road to go down because, uh, I mean, nothing has been said about her. She doesn't talk. Um, I think that's really great. And then maybe when you were, I couldn't tell if you genuinely didn't know how to, if that was a bit, if you were mispronouncing her name on purpose, uh, because you could probably throw in a couple things like, I don't know, melanoma or, you <laughs> yeah. know, like something like that. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing that bit come along. That sounds cool. really good. Yeah. It, I'm just trying to work it out. It's like feminism in a new way. Yeah. I'm trying. It's not. Ma'am, I don't, I just want you to not worry. You will always be a better feminist than me. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Uh, did you ever explore the fact that Melania and bulimia kind of rhyme? Melania and bulimia they have, like, they kind of rhyme. So you could say she could push it because it gets people thinking about her. Sure. Melania, I can even Melania, say, bulimia, I could say, I could say it wrong it in a billion ways. Yeah. Melania, I honestly, I don't. I watched her do a talking thingy and she doesn't say the or a. So she sounds like a foreigner because she doesn't speak English. But here's the other thing that's crazy. She doesn't speak English very well, but she speaks French, German, and Italian. I'm like, ugh. she might actually be smart and have a great rack. I don't know. <laughs> but clearly she can't fuck like a porn star or enough of a porn star since she's not good enough. That's the worst is she's just not good enough. That's the thing I think is the worst for women is she's so gorgeous and so amazing and she's not good enough. She's not good enough for him. She's not good enough to talk. She's not good enough to trust her to be a person or whatever. It's like, get back in the kitchen. Shut the fuck up. It's, I just, all that stuff. I just, and I don't know how to make it funny. Well, you should write all this down or listen to the recording and go on it because you just kind of like gave yourself another bit. Oh, cool. Well, I just want to be able to talk about her as much as I can. I'd like to be able to do like a full 10 minutes because no one's done it. So for any of these shows where anyone's getting political, I'll be like, I got a fresh take on Melania. <laughs> so I think I said it right. Um, okay. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight. Um, tell your friends, come back. You guys aren't comics. Are you just normal people? That's amazing. Did you bring them? <laughs>
Awesome. That's exciting. Bringing you to the joke workshop. Well, we have the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming March 1st through 5th, and we've got 25 shows in five days, and they have all different themes, like... There's the, uh, we have uh, two different POC shows and we have, see, I'm woke. Uh, oh, we call it POC. Uh. Uh, and we have a, a women's only show and there's an underwear show that's going to be amazing. And uh, we've got a roast of Jesus. I mean, there's everything that you could like or not. One of them is cats, cats, cats. And it's all cat. It's all not just cats, but all animal material. And, uh, oh, the spark one is going to be, um, two hours long and everyone can smoke pot during the whole thing. We're going to, yeah, we're going to provide all the weed and it's going to be great. And we're just going to smoke pot and have comedy. So come on back. Uh, thanks for being here at Joke Workshop. Bye. as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Run! 
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2pm. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a pack. 
password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. 
I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8 on Joke Workshop with 4-minute sets and 4-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9 with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THCT. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. After work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. 
Six o'clock. It's Monday, February 11th. I, what is today? The 12th? I don't even, I can't die. Days are funny. They all roll together like that. I do know it's 16 days to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Excited about that. Uh, but tonight, here we are for Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Very excited to uh, have a bunch of comics. We're going to all pay attention to their jokes, take notes. I'm going to be back here with the notes. Uh, today in the fills are pop songs from the 40s, and the one that's playing right now is so great. It's just this really fun, misogynistic song about jingle jangling jingles. My spurs, I'm a cowboy. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful, fun song of misogyny from the 40s. Uh, anyways, please, everybody... Uh, listen to people's sets and take notes and if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich make the bread taste good, nice fluffy toasted brioche bun on top uh, the shit in the middle and then you know but uh, be honest with people because that's what we're here for and I'm excited because your first comedian is so funny and he's going to make you laugh so hard you might not, you, your hands will be shaking, you won't be able to take notes uh, oh, hey, who just whoever just walked in the door, can you um, flip off the lights, hey Max, flip off the lights so that the house lights go off You'll know what it happens when it does. Nope, the other one. Did it happen? Yeah. Did it, does it make it more dramatic where it's like the lights were on and now it's like the show's about to happen? No? Okay. I was hoping it was dramatic. I'm trying trying to be dramatic here. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for your first comedian of the night, Boris Shakurko! Thank you. Um, hello, everyone. Uh... Thank you. Um, there's a lot of stuff in the news about a uh, Russian interference in the election. I don't know why we're so focused on that. Uh, like, what if they were just trying to learn how a proper democracy functions? Just trying to use America as a role model. What's wrong with that, right? I thought it was clever. Um, I don't know. So, uh, women sometimes say that if men had periods, uh, tampons would be free. Um, I don't know if that's true. I think men would just... I, th I think society would just be okay with men bleeding everywhere. <laughs> Tampons wouldn't be necessary. There would just be women walking around like, I swear, if we had periods, this wouldn't be okay. And then just trip on a puddle of blood. <laughs> that's what would happen. Um, I don't know, guys. Uh... I think technology is really interesting. It's kind of crazy that like we're at this point where technology is so advanced that like self-driving cars are a thing. Like that's how amazing technology is. But for some reason, when I log into my bank account, technology wouldn't be able to figure out what that nine A six whatever captcha thing is. Isn't that strange? Not that, I don't know, it's weird because I feel like a fear, I feel like a fear of mine is that like, you know, you leave your car and then you're like, if I left my phone in my car, I'm scared someone like breaks into my car and steals my phone. But soon, like we're going to be scared that someone breaks into our phones and steals our car. Isn't that strange? That's strange. Technology is interesting. Um, let's see what else. Um, comedy is hard. Uh... 
It's nice living in a, a progressive area such as this. Uh, there's actually a high school uh, in San Francisco that, uh, because of the Me Too movement, has adjusted their curriculum, and they're actually uh, starting a class for uh, the most promising students where they teach them um, how to properly apologize when sexual allegations are ma made. That's very progressive of us. Um, I think they're going to, uh, I read that they're going to start that course once the professor uh, has his court trial uh, adjourned. It'll be really good. But you're that great. Um, uh, I think I have a, I think I have a weight problem. Uh, I think I have a weight problem. I, uh. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly 